Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, today we're talking about under pressure. I know, I know, I know. As soon as I said that, I was thinking about that song, Under Pressure. I, I, I'm not very good at remembering songs, titles, artists, words even, uh, but every time I think about this topic, that's what I think. Okay, so under pressure. What is pressure? Well, pressure, just as with anything, uh, can be viewed as positive or negative, okay? And honestly, it can be both. Um, pressure helps to shape, direct, influence, and also destroy, okay? Balance is key, all right? So think about, you know, pressure on rocks from water over time. You're going to have a, a like a rivet in, in the rock, right? Glaciers will do that. So pressure can be good. It can be bad. It can be both. Balance is what we're looking for. Okay, so pressure is usually defined as how much um, something is pushing on something else. Okay, so if you put your hands together and you push with one hand, there's pressure from that one hand. Okay, now it's usually measured. If you think about it this way, there's some sort of analysis. So, you know, if you're if we're generalizing a, a measurement definition here, there's some sort of analysis of an applied force and usually it's by a liquid or a gas. Okay. So me pushing my hand against the other one. Um, I mean, I can an analyze, uh, analyze the, the pushing, but there's no real way to measure that. Right. Most of the time when we're measuring pressure, it's usually a, an air or, um, a liquid. Okay. Think about it this way. Um, if you watch the news and they talk about the barometric pressure, right. And oftentimes people will have this, the, it's the atmospheric pressure, right? Some people are very sensitive to that pressure and they'll, they'll have sinus issues. Okay. Um, your blood pressure, right? Your blood pressure is really just a measure of the, um, the pressure in your, your, um, bloodstream. I'm a doctor. I'm not that kind of doctor. Okay. I'm sure there's a better way to explain that. Um, there's also like liquid pressure. I, I think about the tectonic plates that cause earthquakes, right? That's a ton of pressure that is, is um, being pushed on our earth. Uh, water pressure. I think about when you're diving, right? There's many, and again, I'm not a diver, so I'm not going to be technical, but there's many things that we divers need to know about water pressure because it can literally kill you if you're not careful. Um, air is pressurized. Uh, I think about too, uh, when I, last year, last summer, when I took my cross country trip out to Montana and Idaho and Wyoming and, and really enjoyed my time out there this summer, I, I, I hope to get out there again. But anyway, when I went out there, one of the things that I noticed, um, the first day of every trip that I was out there, uh, I was very tired. Um, my skin was extremely dry and I was getting a nosebleed. And uh, it, re it really was from the air, the altitude, the pressure was different. Um, we also didn't have the humidity. So my skin was like, 
you know, like a, a sponge that, that was completely dry. So I had to use a lot of lotion. And after a couple of days, the pressure in my body normalized. Okay. So pressure can do a lot of things. Now, metaphysically um, and symbolically, there's um, uh, symbolism behind liquid and gas. So if we're talking about pressure, we want to, you know, focus on what does liquid and gas mean? Symbolically, liquid, uh, especially water, has a lot to do with our emotions. Okay, so anytime you see water um, in any way, it's usually having to do with our subconscious mind and emotions. Gas is usually about our thoughts. Okay, um, think about that. You know, it's higher up off the ground, they're kind of fleeting, they come and go, right? Too much emotion and thoughts means you have too much pressure, okay? So there's many times when people will come and they're under such emotional pressure that they need help regulating. So what that means is they need help processing their emotions so they can come back to a place of peace with no pressure. Sometimes, and many of you, you're, you're overthinkers, you're overanalyzers, you have too much gas thought pressure in your head, okay? It's like your head is going to blow up. Yeah, there's too much pressure, okay? Too much pressure can be dangerous for you. So for example, uh, I know I reference this all the time, uh, Piaget is, is one of my favorite guys, but um, as far as theorists, learning theory, and he talks about disequilibrium. He says, you want to have a good amount of disequilibrium, this kind of discomfort, this kind of, uh, that, that leads you to curiosity, right? Um, Hey, that's a weird thing that's happening over there. Let's go check it out and figure out what's going on. That's a little bit of disequilibrium that's pulling you forward to learning something. However, you can get too much. So when uh, a child is, is learning how to build with blocks, you know, there's a certain amount of, uh, you know, they're going to knock stuff over, right? But if, if that child is coming to a sense of anger, frustration, overwhelm, you know, crying a lot, throwing blocks, okay, now it's too much. Okay, now we need to do something about that. Um, I, how many of you had math anxiety when you were a kid in school. Uh, I didn't necessarily have math anxiety. It wasn't, wasn't my, um, uh, perceived experience, but I know a lot of people who have, right? So it wasn't that they couldn't do the math. It was that the anxiety, the thoughts were, were, and feelings were creeping in so much that it kept them from doing the math. And so if they had someone who could provide a safe environment for them, they probably would have been very successful. I, I've got several clients right now, especially in our scrappy business builders that are learning new systems and new processes for the first time ever. Like, oh my gosh, Rochelle, how do you do this? Oh my gosh, Rochelle, how do you do this? Like, what's this program? I don't know about this, right? And that can seem overwhelming. There's a certain amount of uh, disequilibrium that you want to pull you into the future to say, Okay, I know I want my clients to pay me, so I need to have an invoicing system of some sort. I don't know what to do. I'm going to ask somebody. I'm going to go. I'm going to learn. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to make a decision. I'm just going to figure it out, right? 
you can do all of that with this, this feeling of uh, discomfort, right? But once it goes into stress and anxiety, too much thought pressure, now we need to back off. Okay. Cause that's not, not leading you forward into growth. So what can we do if we notice that we have too much, uh, you know, emotional or thought pressure? We have two choices. We can use it to our advantage or we can release it. Okay. So using it to your advantage means, um, you know, capturing the lesson, the message behind it, right? So let's say you have um, a, a chronic emotional thing that kind of pops up. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day that, that they're, they're pretty good. Um, but every Friday they have this sense of, of dread and, uh, they were realizing that it's happening over and over and over and over again. And I said, okay. And it's causing a lot of stress for them. And so I said, well, let's, let's decide, uh, you know, what to do with this. Do you want to release it or do you want to use it to your advantage? And anytime a chronic thing comes up, I'm usually advocating for the person to figure out what the message is behind it. It's like that messenger is coming for you to understand what's happening and it's not going to go away until you listen. So to make a very long story short, basically what this person did was we realized as we were going through that this sense of dread, um, she had a lot on her plate at home. She has five kids. Uh, they're relatively, all, all five kids are under the age of 10. Um, her mother is um, uh, in, in a state of Alzheimer's now. Her father is an alcoholic. So she's, you know, trying to, to figure out how to navigate their relationship. Um, and then she has a, a kind of like a, an IT support job, if you will. So she's, she's on call 24-7, okay, even on the weekends. And so when it comes to the weekends, she has this overwhelming sense of dread that causes all kinds of issues in her body. And she's like, I can't have headaches. I can't have, you know, the, the IBS symptoms. I can't have this going on because I've got all this other stuff to do. So for her, she learned a, a very important lesson and message that she had to have a plan by Wednesday around what to do for the weekend. So that her system said, we have a plan, we've set our boundaries, we've called in all of our tools and resources, everything will get done. And as soon as she was able to do that, she no longer had the physical symptoms. So the emotional and thought pressure that was coming upon her on every Friday was causing physical symptoms. Okay. Sometimes, um, you know, something will pop up and it's not a chronic thing. It's not something that happens all the time. It's just, it's just a thing, you know, and you get to decide, are you going to, you know, what are you going to do with that? Um, sometimes there's not a lesson or message in it. It's just, you know, get rid of that thing. Um, I, I find this happens a lot on social media, you know, um, scrolling through and somebody says something and maybe you don't agree with it. And, and you just realize like, huh, well, that's interesting. That's kind of upsetting me. Eh, I'll just release that. I'll just, I'll just get rid of it. Right. So you get to decide, you know, especially if it's a, an emotional pressure, usually there's a lesson there, um, or a chance for you to, uh, understand something. 
usually if it's a thought pressure, you know, thoughts are fleeting. Think of them as like clouds in the sky, right? They're not, they're not, um, so the clouds can give us, our thoughts can give us our water, right? Which is the emotions. Um, but usually emotions are here. They're in a body of water. There's a lot of, uh, uh, learning there for us, but thoughts are clouds. They dissipate, right? Um, act in five seconds or release it. That's usually the rule for myself. So if there's something there, if I'm scrolling through social media and, oh, I notice I'm kind of bothered by that. And I ask myself, is there anything I want to do about that? Sometimes I reply, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I know, hey, write that down to think about later. Okay. Act within the first five seconds or just release it and say, oh, I let that go. Okay. The point is that we don't have to be under pressure. Okay. Um, our, our nervous system, we've got two, two different types of nervous system, right? So we've got the sympathetic nervous system, which is the, um, fight, flight, or freeze and our parasympathetic, which is our rest, digest, and grow. So, uh, um, a good amount of pressure helps us to grow too much pressure now causes issues, uh, in all parts of our body. Okay. So I guess the good place for you to be um, today is just asking what kind of pressure are you experiencing? You know, what are there situations, people, events, thoughts that, that cause more pressure than others? Uh, and what do you want to do with that? Do you want to just release those thoughts and say, you know what, I'm just not going to entertain this. Okay. Or do you want to figure out what, what is the what is the lesson or the message behind this, right? Do you want to use it to your advantage? Okay. All right. Well, happy thinking. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.